Hello everyone and welcome to the CMO Stories podcast episode 24. My name is Yuri Bilast and I'm your podcast host. As you know, you can find me everywhere on social media. If you want to connect, best to do it on Instagram. My handle is Yuri Bilast or on LinkedIn. Today I'm joined by Dasha Kitschuk. Hello, Dasha. Hello. Hi, hi. Hello, everyone. Hello, Yuri. Thank you for uh, being a guest on my podcast, Dasha. Uh, you are the CEO of a company called EFA. So to start with, Dasha, tell us a bit about yourself. Who are you and what are you doing at your company? What is the business of your company? Uh, first of all, I'm a mom, oh. <laughs> I'm a mom of, of two children at the same time. One, a real child, my, my baby boy, who is two years old, and second child is my business. So I'm, I'm two times mom. Okay. <laughs> business was born a bit earlier than my son. <laughs> <laughs> when, when, did, when was your business born? <laughs> it was born back in 2018. Okay. It was actually born a bit earlier, but it became a real, real business in 2018. The idea of how it was born, like I will tell you what we are doing. We are yeah, fighting the global plastic pollution created by disposable plastics by creating 100% recyclable and renewable hygienical products. Mm-hmm. So we're replacing disposables with eco-friendly ones. Our first product is a paper toothbrush, which can be used for 30 days. And our second product, I, I don't have it with me at the moment, is a paper razor. We're actually working on replacing a bunch of disposables for multiple industries, but we right now we have only two products. And the idea of creation actually belongs to my husband. He's an industrial designer, and he was always thinking about this disposable plastic toothbrushes in hotels. Like you use it for three minutes and then throw it away afterwards. So that's how he thought about this idea. Then we've met on Tinder. And then he told me about this idea on our first date. And that's how it happened. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> that's a yeah. nice story on the first date. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, because sustainability, that's one, of course, of, of, of the topics for the future. It's really important about a paper razor. That's always when I think about this. Okay, I can understand a paper toothbrush but razor that sounds really fantastic unique is it i think you are really unique with this product in the world aren't you i'm just trying to find it yeah (laughs) yeah we are we are actually the first ones to make it to make it happen the first patent for the paper toothbrush was actually published in 1963 as far as i remember but it was impossible to manufacture this paper toothbrush. So it was just an idea which was patented. We've changed the technology, we've reworked it, we've changed the design because design is actually defining the strengths of the material that we are working with. And that's how we've made it to come true. Wow. And where can people find it? Do they buy it in the stores? Do they buy it through a website? How do people find it? Sales through the website are right now available. Our website is one, but also most of our supplies are going to hotels, airlines, who are doing mostly B2B. Oh, okay. We are working with retailers, uh, but 
right now we are have actively working with Ukrainian retailer. Not considering the war in our country, but still people are still buying sustainable products in, in some cities. So we have one retailer buying. Yeah, you're talking about Ukraine. I know that that's where you are based. So uh, this war that is going on must be a challenge for your job, I guess, because you have not only your job, your relative. I don't want to talk too lo long about it, but perhaps you can tell uh, to the listeners, what are you doing, you know, to, to overcome all these challenges that you have at the moment in the best way? It's just like things are happening day to day. Sometimes it can be that you are afraid to wake up because you don't know what else will happen. The war leads to all the whole bunch of other problems. It's The first problem is to save yourself, to save your family, not to be killed. Second mm -hmm. problem, and, and all of the other problems, is the problems with the business, with financials, with banks, with clients, and, and things are just st starting to ruin. But like, I think we were in panic for the first two or three weeks. We have managed to evacuate all of the team members and my family was evacuated to safer places. And within two weeks, we've just settled down. We've understood that this, this will not finish within like a couple of days and we have to live with it. We have to stick with it and we have to proceed with our work. So... For the first thing that we thought is how to support Ukraine. What, what can we do with our startup to support Ukrainians? And we have started to apply our products to refugee camps all over Ukraine to help our people to stay clean and safe and not getting much harm to nature. Like in Ukraine right now, nobody cares a lot about the environment. They're just no, caring about I, their I, lives. But uh, we still want to do something for, for our country. And also at the moment, we're talking with our government in order to supply our toothbrushes to your, our army forces as well. It's just a longer process because it's governmental procurement process and yeah. it takes a lot of time. But we are willing to support our people and our country in the best way possible. And we are trying to promote and to show the world that Ukrainians are smart, brave and amazing people who do want this war, who didn't do anything bad to get this war. Exactly. And, uh, you know, I must congratulate you because you are here on my podcast. Eh? Normally it was yesterday, but then there were a silence. You said, do it today. So I see, you know, people don't see it because they listen to it, but I see a strong woman. So it's, it's talking about the oh, business you. and about everything that's happening. So just a few other questions about your business. How, how big is your team and where are they located? Um, well, before the war started, all of the team members were in Kiev for the first A year we've been living in New York and registered our company there, opened, in, opened the bank account there. And then we've moved back to Ukraine because I was pregnant and I wanted to give birth uh, in my home country. And we've stayed here for, we thought that we will stay here forever, but right now we don't yeah. know what happens. And right now, most of the team members are in Ukraine, in Kiev, and one of the team members, uh, she's in Berlin. The one that you've met, Anna, our ah. PR marketing person. Yeah, she's in Berlin. She's in Berlin. Okay, and so okay, you. I guess you have physical meetings still because there is. I don't. We don't know about Corona. What will happen? But it, is it possible to see each other now? <laughs> we already <laughs> forgot about Corona. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh. No, no. no. <laughs> because you have one team in Germany. Do you? How do you organize your work? Do you have a lot of? Do you see each other, or is everyone working? Because you need to, of course, to do the production and and have you know having the sales yeah. going on yeah i'm in ukraine i'm in in our office right now and okay. like, 
it's just everyone is left for, for to have lunch but oh, okay. in, in our office and all of all everybody who is in kiev there in the office the other thing is that i don't always meet my husband and our co-founder in the office because we are switching to babysit one day i work another day he works so we don't ever meet at the office and with Anna we just we have our weekly calls on Mondays and Fridays and to update to check with all of the tasks what like who is doing what and things like that and how is that you know if you work with your husband the same company and of course you have a little child and you say it we need to you know one at a time looking for the baby how how are you how you managing that is it is it hard or do you find your way because I guess there are some challenges also with that. Now, you know what I always say is that if you are looking at this situation from the outside, it can seem to you really hard because there's a war, there's a pandemic, baby, a family, a business. But when you are inside of the situation, you just have to stick with it. You just have to deal with it and do what you can. And it doesn't seem for me so hard. But when I talk to people and when I tell them my working schedule and when I tell them like what we are doing, they're like, oh my God, how, how the hell are you staying alive? How, how are you just managing this life? But yeah, it's manageable. We just, we got used to this schedule together with my husband and getting used for the new reality. But you have to do what you have to do. You have to live your life. You have to earn your money and you have to go and follow yeah. your dream. So yeah. And And I guess also the challenge, if you have really separate roles that you don't need to discuss, you know, when you leave work, that it's not too much about work anymore, because I also, I've been there. Oh, no. We're talking about the 24-7. We're talking uh, about uh, our business 24-7. Uh, yeah. We But love it so much. <laughs> yeah, of course, you know, you also have a great product. Eh? And how do you do the promotion? How is that going? How do people know about the existence of, of your solution? Okay, you are on this podcast, but what are the other things that you are doing? Uh, we are like a lot of times journalists approach us themselves uh, and talks about themselves because that's an interesting product. We are not doing just some software system that nobody understands and they're like, and we are saving the world and nobody understands how do you do that? Our product is interesting because everybody knows what's what is the toothbrush, everybody uses their toothbrushes and it's a close product to everyone and everybody understands the idea. And it's like, as you've said, wow, paper razor. And everybody says like, wow, paper yeah. toothbrush. I want it. So it, it gets people interested. And that's why journalists want to write about us where we have a unique product. We're lucky to have this. It's a product that is really It, it can be explained in a very easy way. I, when I'm pitching, it takes less than a minute to pitch my idea and to pitch my product. So, and some of the times we, of course, we approach journalists ourselves. If we have any conference like Web Summit, we approach journalists directly. Tomorrow I'm leaving for the Collision Conference to oh. Toronto, to Canada. That's a hard trip to travel from Ukraine. And we are also getting ready. I'm writing to journalists and I'm, I'm approaching them, journalists, investors, and, and blah, blah. And this PR thing, those articles, those po podcasts are, or articles in, in like journals, like physical one, ones, they are bringing us most of the sales. Okay. Most of our clients are coming from the PR. So they see this and they go to the website and they take contact yeah. with you. Yeah, and they're getting really interested. And the other thing which catches the eye of our customers is our design because it's, it's like our website is extremely beautiful. 
like as I've said, my husband is a designer, and he mm-hmm. he's like the product that he designed before founding Effort. His products were sold in Apple Store, so he he knows what he's doing, and he knows what he, he's doing with design, and it gets people attention a lot, and that's how we get customers, and that's also a part of our mission to the world is to make eco-friendly products beautiful and trendy so they will get people's attention and people will buy them more and that's how we can impact our planet so that's like everything is really connected yeah i see you you know it, it, and also if you know if a clear message like this not even you, of course you have your own people that are working for you understand this message but also customers or partners they really understand your message is really clear and i see if i go to the website it's really you know all this white it's really clear it's really as you say it speaks design so that's one of the things that makes you stand out of course we talk about because for me, I am a lot active on social media. Are you also doing actions or campaign on social media to approach possible investors, clients, uh, partners? Well, I don't know how to approach in the investors through the social media. If you would will teach me how to do that, I will definitely do that. Let, let me put the question differently, because if you are out there, they will know you if they have never heard about you. So yeah, you are true. in articles, but if someone yeah. types your name into Google, what will they find? I didn't do it yet, but probably your yeah. website, maybe some articles or maybe some social media accounts. And if then they read about you, then what will they see? So would they see an Instagram account? Would they see something else? Is that one of your campaigns of your marketing? Yeah actions to be there on social media so that yeah yeah uh, we're definitely doing this since most of the time we've been working on the b2b sales so social media channels were not really working for us we've been working mostly through exhibitions through direct approach through linkedin and things like that when we have decided to go to retail and to go to direct customers then we understood that we have to launch our social media we have social media accounts on instagram facebook um, linkedin as well and we're posting there a lot of stories about the team about our development and since the war started i felt the need for me personally to start my medium account where i write stories about startups, about what I know, and about how we are surviving through the war and how, like, some advice for startups and for people, how to survive this kind of crisis, how to save your business, how to save yourself mentally. Not physically, I'm not a doctor, but in, in a mental way. So I'm sharing my ideas and getting a bit of, not too much, but I'm getting a bit of subscribers and trying to share my ideas there as well. It's, yeah. it's a good tool for for mental health because it's easier for me when I talk about something and this uh, burden gets off my chest. And on the other hand, it's good for your business because you get credibility, you get some subscribers that will be interested in your product and through even through Google, like if people type my name, they will see that I'm a founder, I'm writing and I'm like doing a lot of different things. So yeah, those are main activities. So you like to write yourself or are you using copywriters? Yeah, yeah, I love it. No, no, no. I'm, I write myself. I love writing. I I think I, I get a good, pretty good because I, I, I like people tell me that I have to do that more. And they I have subscribers even who don't know me personally. They subscribe to my Medium account and they, they're interested in, in the things that I'm writing about. So, yeah, I, I love it. I love doing this. I just don't have much time for that. But when I find time, when I find a good idea, I, I definitely start, start writing. 
Yeah, so for, for me, you know, <laughs> I, I, I like to write, but I'm not so good at it comparing to when I speak. I, I like to speak, so I've written also a book myself. And then wow. the writing was not so, you know, it was like struggling to have everything in my head, but to put it on paper, it took too much oh, yeah. time. And then I started just to talk, you know, to make these, these audio tapes and send it to a copywriter. And then the book was born. So that for me, I know wow. how to do it. So if you have energy and if you like to do it, then you need to write. For me, it's like talking is, is the, the best thing for me to do. It doesn't take me much effort, of course. What's your book about? It's the 5K challenge for solopreneurs. So it's for for, mm -hmm. for smaller companies and how mm -hmm. they can use social media yeah, to make their first 5K. That's actually, so I explain how you can do this when you start mm -hmm. a business or when you have a business and you want to bring it online, how you can do this. And it's mostly towards solopreneurs that have a service that they offer, like a coach or a consultant, mm -hmm. but of course mm -hmm. everyone uh, can, can learn from that. So yes, writing creating content uh, speaking i liked it of and i i was just uh, looking on uh, searching on google when i type fl what was the first social media channel that i would see and actually it's youtube that i see that is uh, there of course youtube's youtube belongs to google so um video yeah. content i think video content is also something that, uh, we don't have a YouTube, like we have a YouTube channel, but it's like it's used for, we have beautiful video for our company, which is like advertising one. But I, I thought about the thing that we have to launch our video blog on YouTube about mm -hmm. saying like about the team, because we have a lot of interesting things happening. We have, uh, like, as I've said, we, we've, we've been living in New York for a for a year then we've moved to finland then we went to portugal like we lived here and there all the time yeah and it, it can be really interesting and this idea came to my head when the war started and we are not able to travel anymore so that, that's a bad timing but uh, still i think we have a lot of things to say and i think with our stories we can motivate other entrepreneurs other people from startups and see like starting ceos that like with the challenges that we have survived through, everything is possible. Yeah, because, yeah. Uh, yeah, we have survived through the COVID times and our business is really connected with travel industry, but still we have survived through this and now we're surviving through war and we are not afraid anymore and we know what to do. So I think that we can motivate a lot of people with our story that you shouldn't give up, even where such horrible, horrible things are happening. Still, you have to chase your dream. Yeah, and I, I think that is because you have this mindset and you have this passion and you know you have this goal that you want to work towards this goal and this will motivate you to continue because you have like this whole idea of, of sustainability and, and, and cutting waste and uh, that's a beautiful goal to have. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's something else that you could share about a campaign that you did or a tool that you're using or something that you did that worked well for you that you can share with other entrepreneurs or marketers. I'm the boring CEO who works with, with fundraising numbers, yeah. salaries and, and things like that. And it's better one, but and it's better one for like PR and marketing. But the main, I think the main point why is it working like why yeah. social media campaigns are working and why the, those articles are working really good as i've said is the uniqueness of the product and the other thing is uniqueness of the design this design plays a huge role in all of the campaigns that you have when i'm scrolling my facebook and i see some videos or ads 
which are not beautiful. And I, I see that the, the person who developed this, he didn't pay enough attention to design. Maybe it is a good product. But if your ad looks horrible, if you have horrible fonts, you have some mm -hmm. crazy colors and things like that, that will not work for me, even if your product is beautiful. You have to work with your design. And on the other hand, if I see a beautiful picture, but I don't need this product, I will go to that website and probably I will buy this product because it's beautiful, because it's applying for me, because it's like I like to see that. And I see that people who are working on this product, they have paid a lot of attention to every and each detail and they love the thing that they are doing. So I'm always saying there are a lot of tools, technical tools on marketing, on promoting yourself on social media. There are a lot of different, different tools, but you have to go for basics and you have to work on your product and how you present this product. And design has to be read by your customer through every and each detail. So your mission will be written in your design. That's how you will get your customer. That's how he will be loyal to you and he will get in love with your product. And then you will use your, your tools, marketing tools to promote it more and to bring it to more attention from people. Okay, clear. And I think, yeah, it's it's like you say, it's, it's simple, but it's so important if the design is it's good. It's extremely then, important. Then then people will have a look and see what it is. If the if design is good, they, they think that with the outside or how it looks, you know, it, it can be a quality product, but if it doesn't look good, people will not want to, to use it, I guess. Okay, you are a startup, so already a few years that you are, but still a lot of years to come. So in the years oh, yeah. to come, do you have like a certain goal? Okay, you talked about the big goal of the company, but do you have like a measurable goal or, or something that you want to, to reach in the coming years? Or are there perhaps new products that you're going to develop or what, what is coming Yeah, as I've said, we want to replace plastic disposables in multiple industries for like multiple clients. It's the first thing, but since we are having war right now and our financials are really limited, that's why right now we're not spending a lot of money on R&D and developing the new products. We're just waiting for the better times to come and then we will be able to develop new products. Right now, our goal is to stay alive as a business, first of all, because it's, yeah. it's really challenging times right now. And on the other hand is uh, our main goal right now is to enter international markets because we were highly represented in Ukraine. Almost all of the, I think every media in Ukraine has written about us in some way. Uh, we had customers in Ukraine and we were really highly represented in, in our country. We have international clients, really clients with big names such as Netflix, Marriott, Redison Hotels. We have big clients, but not a lot of people know about us. Not a lot of people know about the founders. Not a lot of people know about the story of a startup and the startup itself. And that's what we are trying to do. That's what we are learning how to do to build your network once again from the very beginning, from the like blank page. You have to uh, meet with people. You have to tell about yourself. You have to like launch those campaigns understand the psychological and mental point of different regions, how to work with them and like the cultural things of different culture, different regions of the world. So that's what we're learning right now. Our goals right now are US and Asia, Korea, mm -hmm. Japan, because those are the countries really, really focused on sustainability in, in consumer products. So this, those are the countries that we're targeting at the moment. 
Okay. So perhaps you knew, but I'm in Belgium, so in Europe, but that can also be, you know, every, everywhere that you, your story is heard. You never know who hears the story. So I hope yeah, it, sure. this podcast yeah. episode to help a bit. Uh, of course, it will also be on every social media channel. I will also have a look at Medium because I'm not active there. I'm a active on a lot of, of lot of lot of sites but not there so that's a uh, wonderful social media but that's one of my favorite actually because you can read some really interesting things there some really interesting opinions there and you have you you can build their community it's really hard to build a community there on medium if you have 100 subscribers you are a superhero of this of this uh, social media because it's hard to get people's attention there but it 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 is really interesting. It is I, I strongly suggest you to start your Medium account and and just maybe to follow somebody, maybe me, <laughs> and follow other people and start writing there if you would love to do that. It's a great thing. It's just it's a really good read like during your weekend or in the morning before you go into your work. Awesome. What I will do this after the podcast recording and find you medium. Perhaps I could also find you on other social media channels where you would yeah. like to connect with me or with the listeners. And where would that be? What would be the best channel to connect with you? Uh, I think LinkedIn is, is one of the like business channels that works best. I'm Dasha Kichuk on LinkedIn. So subscribe and connect and follow me there. You, you may like, on Instagram, I don't think that everybody is really interested in, in me posting my baby. <laughs> I will not share that. <laughs> yeah, but perhaps maybe, you know, Effa Brush has also an Instagram page. Effa Brush has an Instagram, of course, not my personal, but Effa Brush. It's called like this, Effa Brush. So you can go to our Instagram page. Facebook, I don't know who's using Facebook anymore, but still you can also follow us on, on Facebook as well. <laughs> that's that's also a good point. I you know I'm I'm also asking this question who is using there are still people using Facebook, but uh, it really depends who you talk to. But I'm not there uh, since a long time. I'm there, but I'm not really active, let's say. So I'm just posting yeah. stuff on Instagram and then I'm reposting it yeah. on Facebook. That's same for me <laughs> okay we will mention all of the the sites and how people are connected to you in the show notes it was a pleasure to talk to you dasha same to you same to you thank you for this call and sorry again for for getting to reschedule the call but no worries it about is it. our life <laughs> yeah, yeah totally understand you know thank you for bringing all this positive energy into this podcast thank episode you. thank you all for listening if you didn't hear this already, I have a CMO 100 club, which is a community for marketers, for tech entrepreneurs, or for anyone who wants to connect with other marketing people. And this is actually on Discord because I want to be ready with, with my community for Web3, which is coming. So if you want to know more about Web3 and marketing, just connect with me and I give you the link to my Discord community, the CMO 100 Club. For now, thank you for listening and I hope to see you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.